There's a great poem written about a century ago that I think of every Christmas. The opening stanza is this. Love came down at Christmas, love all lovely, love divine. Love was born at Christmas, star and angels gave the sign. This poem was inspired by the portion of the gospel lesson that we just heard, this amazing story from the gospel of Luke 1 that really no matter where you're from or how you were brought up, you know that the angels came to the shepherds and declared some really good news. Here's the passage once again. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, be not afraid, for see, I am bringing you great news of great joy for all people. That good news of great joy is more than anything we could really hope for or imagine. That good news is the gift of love, pure, total, and complete love in the person of Jesus Christ. That complete love we may hear once or twice a year, maybe regularly in church, but that gift of love, that total love, can easily get lost in the rush of our daily lives. It can get lost in the busyness and the general mess of our lives. Now, as I approach this Christmas sermon, I think about traditions that my family and I have. And if you're like me, there are lots of things we sort of do in the Christmas season. One of those things that we love to do in my house is watch our favorite Christmas movies. We have a whole list of movies that we watch. And even if we've seen them 10 times, 50 times, we still watch them and they're still great. And as I was watching one this year, it gave me chills. The opening words have always meant a lot to me, but this year in particular, they kind of resonated with me, and I, I thought about them to sort of kick off this sermon. The opening line of the movie goes, general opinions starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed, but I don't see that. It seems to me that love is everywhere. Often it's not particularly dignified or noteworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. Love is really the point of why we gather here today. Love is what brings us to this church tonight to celebrate with gratitude and thanksgiving and joy. Love is something I hope you hear about in church regularly. Because here at this church, we know that God's gift of love, God's great arc of salvation, is one big love story. This love story, the sacred tale that we have inherited, can often get lost in the noise of churchy talk and rules and regulations and traditions. But this idea of love is one that is so simple. I want us to leave tonight knowing for sure that this love is real and true and a gift for us. Now, yes, God loves you and God loves me, but that's not where this story ends. 
You see, the real story of Christmas begins with the gift of Jesus, but it continues with the way that we are called to love one another. You see, at Christmas, we are reminded of an inconvenient truth that God is in us. God is in every one of us. God is in the people you like and the people you don't. God is present. There's a little bit of God nugget at our core. Every one of us has this inside of us. Now, I don't know all of you, but you know, we can't fix that because we do this every week. So you're welcome to come back. I may not know all of you, but I bet you all came here like me, searching for something real. You might be thinking about the meal you're about to host or wondering when I'm going to wrap it up. Maybe you're worried about a job you're searching for or wondering if some person who used to treat you well will treat you well again. Or perhaps this is even the first Christmas without someone you truly loved. Whatever we carried in here tonight, whatever we bring to God's altar, to the foot of the cross, however you find yourself here in this church, know that you are not alone, that God loves you, and that there are strangers in this room who love you, and that there are profound examples of love all around us if we only know where to look. Last summer, I heard a story of a beach trip gone awry, which is so sad, because whenever you go to the beach, you really want it to be fun, and even though sand is itchy, it's still supposed to be a good time. And yet this story of a family who went down to Panama City Beach turned out pretty bad. Roberta Ursray and her family were on the beach that day, enjoying the sun and the sand and the water, and Roberta herself was coming out of the water. She turned as she was walking up the beach, expecting to see her sons with her, but they weren't there. In fact, they were quite some ways away from the beach. And so she started walking down the sand, trying to keep an eye on her sons, until all of a sudden she heard their screams. They were screaming that they were stuck. And Roberta and her husband and her mother who were on the beach knew they had to do something to save them. And so they, of course, jumped in the water and swam out to them to try and bring them back in. But as many of you likely know, they were caught in a current that caught Roberta and her husband and her mother too. Nine people caught in over 15 feet deep water, way away from the shore. And they all started yelling for help. And a crowd started to gather at the beach, pointing and talking. And a woman named Jessica and her husband were walking down the beach after finishing dinner. And at first they saw the crowd pointing and they thought that they were pointing because they saw a shark or something. But it turns out that this family was stuck and no one on the beach was doing anything except pointing. And so Jessica grabbed a boogie board, she hopped in the water and she started yelling to her husband and everyone else on the beach to follow her out to rescue these people. And one by one, more than 80 people formed a human chain all the way from the beach to where this family was over 100 yards offshore. Jessica was the first one to reach the family, and when she got there, she was shocked to see Roberta, her eyes rolling in the back of her head, swallowing so much water, and everyone being tossed and tossed and tossed. And so she grabbed them 
and one by one passed each member of the family, person to person to person, down that human chain back to the beach, and everyone made it safely. Later, Roberta spoke with a reporter and said, I am so grateful. These people were God's angels in the right place at the right time, and I owe my life and my family's life to them. Jessica, the woman who rescued them, told a reporter that it was the most remarkable thing to see that these people who don't even know each other trusted each other enough to form this chain to go rescue total strangers. You know, in the world that we live in, in the fast pace of our lives, she said, when someone needs help, people will still drop everything to help. And I'm glad to know that people are still good. You know, that innate desire to be good, the desire to do good things comes from the inside, from the core of us, created in us and planted there by God. At Christmas, we remember that God gave us that gift, gave us that hunger to search for the truth and to find the real love that he gives. Love truly did come down at Christmas to remind us that we are loved and to remind us that we can love one another as well, every other. Because the real truth is, you will never look into the eyes of someone God does not love. So this Christmas, remember how much you are loved. And I invite you to consider what you will do in response. Because when we live with love, I know we will find that love actually is all around. Merry Christmas. Amen.